there, everyone. This is Shane, and this is Dave. <laughs> All hail KK's Priest. On the next show, the legendary Judas Priest guitarist joins Dave and Shane. I don't think it's that much different, even though it's kind of the same thing, really, isn't it? You know, you're sat there with the guitar for hours on end, <laughs> your brain's exploding at times. One day it's really good, next day it's okay, you know, and. And, um, you know, it's kind of, you get wrapped up in the whole thing. After 40 years with Judas Priest, K.K. Downing has his debut album out. Yeah, no, it just all came together and um, no problem with it. So much so that um, every chance I get now, I'm working on material for the next record. Sermons of the Sinner. In all honesty, songwriting is, seems so much easier, for, maybe because I don't have that pressure of will the other guys yeah. like or accept this music, you know. Now it's quite simply, I like it, it's going to happen. On the next, Rock of Nations. Hi everyone, this is KK Downing and you're listening to Rock of Nations with Dave Kinchin. So crank it up as loud as you can. We're brothers of the road and we rock, rock. Hi everyone, this is KK Downing of KK's Priest and you're listening to Dave and Shane, the guys I've been talking to uh, for far too long, guys. <laughs> I love you all, and we'll see you all soon. Thanks, guys. Mighty, mighty roar of KK's Priest. <laughs> Holy crap. That is KK's Priest Hellfire Thunderbolt. And, dude, how wild. I When when this first came out, dude, I, yeah. I remember it just, I was like, they're back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the shredding that is unmistakably KK Downing and on vocals. Tim Ripper Owens. Yes. Takes you back to 96 to like 2001 and there oh. when he was with the priest and now the metal returns. It's a We've been waiting for this. We've been yeah. waiting for this record. And, uh, you know, we were so excited to, to, you know, get on the phone and chat with KK Downing yeah. about this because, you know, we've talked to him a, a few times about various things. Absolutely. Book, um, you know, other stuff out there that happened around the time. But this was like, this was the, the crown jewel, right, of, yeah. of, of the priest and, you know, anything that feels like the priest since. And, and it's just been great, man. Yeah, you... You've been talking to him way back since, what, 2018? Yeah, when his book uh, first came out, yeah. yeah. Hard to believe and, it's been that long. And we, uh, you kind of inducted me into the the Dave Kinchin rock, rock and roll <laughs> world with, with a surprise interview in a car once. And <laughs> Which was great. That was I, such a great time. It blew my mind, man. It was and so fun. Just the sweetest guy. And uh, we actually got to sit down and talk with him for this interview yeah uh back when the initial promotions for this record were coming out and he didn't want he didn't leave no he, we, gave, we he gave us extra and, time yeah, yeah he gave us a lot yeah and he was so happy and, yeah. and energized to have this record out and to you know to have someone who's what you know almost 70 and yeah and feeling the joy like you know 
the first time. Like it's his. I mean, it, it you know, like it was his first record at twenty four, right. or something. It was just so amazing. And he looks great. Looks phenomenal. He looks healthy. Yeah. He's happy. Right. Uh, there were so many stories. There was just so much. It was so invigorating. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And he talked about those days of uh, seeing Hendrix and. You know, Hendrix was always a big influence on him, and just talking yeah. about those days and what that meant for him, and and uh, I mean, he was taking us back to the old days, like when he first picked up that Flying V, man, and uh, it was so awesome. I love, his, by the way, I love his videos on YouTube, yeah, where he's up and like the the attic, yeah, 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 right, like his attic, and he's yeah. showing his guitars, yes, he has them all lined up, yeah, that's a great and it's video. Just the love. He has he has stories with every single guitar. If you've mm -hmm. never seen it, and you're a fan of Priest, which yeah. we're rabid fans it's a of Priest, good one, yeah. um, check it out because you might recognize some of the guitars. And every every guitar he has has a story too. Right? Yeah, he had one An amazing the, story. Yeah, he had one from the Turbo <laughs> era. I remember, yeah. like one of those early synth guitars. I think it was a Hamer, you know, which was so <laughs> cool. And, uh, and then he did a, a, a didn't he? He did Dreamer Deceiver, I think. You yeah. know. Um, and the solo, he played a, a he hit a button, and there was like a, a keyboard orchestration playing. I would watch that on and off over the years. I've seen that probably a million times, and that solo is just wailing. It's so good, so good. Yeah. Well, this is all about KK's priest yes, tonight. I mean, yes. we could obviously talk about Judas Priest until the cows come home. Yeah, and we do have some priest news after this. So right, stay right. tuned. Yep, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Yeah, there's a whole lot happening. All hell's keep... breaking loose. Yeah. But um, the band, A.J. Mills on guitar, mm -hmm. bassist Tony Newton, and drummer Sean Elg. I yeah. think that's how you say his name. I think so. It was going to be less uh, Binks, but I think he had an injury, and so he had to back out yeah. uh, early on. So, you know, best wishes to Les. I think there's a thought that maybe he may come back out there and do some stuff. But, right. uh, you know, so best wishes to him for a full recovery. But, yeah, this is a killer, killer band. Because that was basically the deal, right? Was yeah. The, yeah, to have was the original drummer, right? KK. Or one of the earlier drummers, one of yeah, the earlier yeah. Drummers. Yep. And um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, the first time I heard uh, the title track, I actually got a, a bit emotional. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Whoa, dude! I this know. is like, um, it's like we have two priests." <laughs> yeah, right. And he hasn't missed it, right? Oh, yeah, and he did not miss a beat. He KK, killed it on that. Oh track. man, it's like it's just like old. I mean, I love those. You know, Jugulator and Demolition. I love those right. records. And it's like, oh my God, this is like, this is taking me back. And, and, uh, you know, I've followed Ripper since leaving Priest, you know, sure. I mean, the, the Beyond Fear stuff he did, the, you know, the time he was in Iced Earth. And then of course the stuff he did with, um, uh, you know, Richard, Christ Christ. yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, and Richard Christie's band, yeah. uh, Charred Walls, The Damned, yep. of course. Uh, and, but it's just like, oh my God, like I just, th I've been wait like I wanted these two guys to link up again. And this is just, it's so masterful. It's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, Tim. Tim's kind of become like uh, Ronnie James in right. the sense of uh, he is uh, very open to working with other artists right. and and collaborating. Mm -hmm. And um, he's a lot of people just scoop him up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he has some great projects. I mean, I think Beyond Fear was probably the closest to a solo band. Yeah, maybe that he had. But yeah, I mean, just he's done stuff with so many people. It's you know, and I think there was a version of the Three Trimmers or a new version. Uh, you know, so there was something going on there. I wanted to say, or, or they talked about it. They talked about yeah. it. Um, because that was the original idea between Jeff Tate, Rob Halford, and, and Bruce Dickinson, which never took off. And then somebody had the idea of of doing that, but it was with uh, Tim Ripper Owens and somebody else. Was it Blaze Bailey? I can't, I got to look it up. Don't quote me on that. But you know, but <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it would still have involved somebody from Judas Priest and somebody from Maiden, just different eras. You know. Uh, but no, it's, I mean, this is fantastic. Tim's voice is phenomenal, and KK's playing. I mean, my God, the shredding is... <laughs> and, and KK's sharing, you know, it's not all about KK on guitar. No. Like, there's a shared no. guitar, so you still have that, not to go back to Priest, but you still have that dynamic of two guitars there. The twin guitar thing oh. is all over this record. Yes. I mean, we've, we're like you, we... We've, we've gotten a couple of tracks in preview, but mostly we've heard Raise Your Fists, mm -hmm. Hellfire Thunderbolt, Sermons of the Sinner, yep. and Brothers of the Road. So yeah. we know what you know. And this thing uh, just dropped, mm -hmm. you know, October 1st. Yeah. Yep. And wow. I don't yeah. know if you've had a chance to digest it. You, you got to listen to it. You, you, you got to give yourself a few runs. I mean, it's you're going to have that initial impact after 
a few times listening yeah. to it, not just one, you know. Uh, and it's just it's good. And I'm telling you, this is a year for so many great, you know, from Wolfgang Van Halen's album, right. uh, Mammoth WVH, to like, um, you know, Jeff Tate's record, which we were saying was that I know yeah. you said it grew on you, it grew on me, but it was like just the melodies and the powerful guitars. And then um, what's the other one I was listening to? Um, the Iron Maiden albums and Jitsu. Yep. It's like, oh my God, there's so <laughs> This is a great year for metal. We've albums. been blessed. We have we, been blessed. We really have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for for the metal fan, I mean, this summer is like really how can you complain? Because mm -hmm. you know, other than having a, a another priest record, which we really don't need it, right? Because I'm still listening to Firepower. Yeah, oh, so yeah, Firepower. Yeah, <laughs> but we're, they're, they're touring. They they were touring, of right. course, and you know. Yeah, of course, with Richie, we're praying for Richie. Obviously, yeah. um, you know, some major heart surgery. Uh, that 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 was like a bolt. That came out of nowhere when we saw that. I was just like, you know, oh my god. So yeah. prayers to Richie, prayers for Richie and the band, and and you know they re they released a statement, and I guess we probably should share it at this point, just yeah, because that's what we do here. But yeah, I remember because Chipster, uh, you know, over at Chipster PR, put it up on on uh, online, and I saw that I'm like, oh my god, you know, and you know, like my, when I first my first reaction was like, you know. Oh God! Just something happened with Glenn, you know, because uh, obviously Glenn's older and dealing yeah. with Parkinson's, you know. Think so. Well, that would be your first thought. Your first thought, thought like, right? Your first light because I didn't I didn't see a picture of anybody. I just saw like I think it was the Judas Priest logo or something. But yeah, it was just the, the logo that I saw. But but then you read that and you're like, oh my God! I mean, just Richie. And apparently, he played a show, walked off stage, and that's when it happened. Yeah, uh, and it's just in the tributes. I mean, the the you know the the well wishes from Frank Hannon and all these other guys. I mean, it's been amazing. You know, people just praying for Richie and as as we all should be. You know, well, you you sent it to me and I was like shaking because it was like I was just, the first words are like it is with deep regret. I'm like somebody I, right, died. right, and like, that's that's exactly that was, that was, was my like, I was hell? just I can't uh, deal with anything. No, this I stuff. can't exactly. I was yeah, I was shattered just on the verge of shattering just from that. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> we, we, we had another big loss of um, yeah. of um, base, basis for status quo yeah. passed away. Yep. It's like every week now there's another. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I when you initially posted it, I was just like, dude, I. <laughs> well, it's, it's too much. The statement from Chipster and, and Priest is, uh, it is with deep regret that we have to postpone the rest of our U.S. tour. Uh, Falcon Falker, which is, is Richie's handle, mm -hmm. uh, has major medical heart condition issues, which have landed him in the hospital where he's being treated. In the meantime, we're all sending love to our Falcon to wish him a speedy recovery. As soon as we have any updates from his doctors on when we can reschedule the, t the dates, we will, of course, announce them. Tickets will be valid. Judas Priest, September 27th, 2021. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and yeah. I just, I'm just like... We were so looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, at the Met. At the Met. Yeah, I think it was October 25th or something like that. Yeah, and but but the first things first, you know, obviously we want to... And, and we know they're in the 50th year, right? I mean... Yeah. This so is the, the big tour. Yeah, this is the big tour, yeah. They have a massive box set that uh, mm -hmm. is uh, being released oh, with... Oh, that's going to uh, be amazing. Like 46 discs in it. Oh, my God. Um, concerts this, yeah. from <clears throat> all throughout the era of Priest. There's a disc of Rarities... Um, they really pretty much, uh, it's like 500 bucks. It's like Metalworks times five or 10, yeah. right? I don't even like, know if the pre-order is yeah. even available anymore. It, it sold like, like wildfire and, and at that price, yeah. you know, $500. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know who came up with that, but that, that, that that's, they also are releasing like a, a bridged version with some of the best tracks from some of these, these rare live concerts. Mm. Um, it's like a two LP set and I think wow. a two or three CD set. So and there's footage because I feel like I've seen a little something from everything that might have been available or for the most part. But I bet you there's I'd be really interested to see if there's the video that we haven't seen before. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Somebody's got it. Yeah. And this and it'll probably be in there. Oh, man. <laughs> but a lot going on in the priest world. Well, they, they released the metal metallurgy. Yeah. Metallurgy. Metallurgy. That was it. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can never say it. But they released that box set a few that had most of the rare uh, studio tracks, right? Yeah, and there were some demos and things like that. This set concentrates more on um, live tracks, right? It's just concert after concert, 
I mean, there's like 10 shows yeah. that, are, that are included in the set, so. Yeah, and good call. And KK is on all of them. Right. No. Yeah, good call. I think I said Metalworks. That was my mistake. Metallogy, yeah. Metalworks was the... That was the that was earlier, right? No, Metalworks was a... I thought that was like a DVD or a VHS. Yeah, the you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, 2004. Metallogy, the four CD and single DVD box set, right? And yep. then... Yeah, we're, we're old folks. <laughs> I remember, you know... But, I, but, I remember when it came out. But anyway, yeah, but to your point. has been very, very... Um, uh, absolutely amazing for their fans because yes. they released that set then they released uh, the complete uh, studio sessions mm-hmm. where it was like a box of every record they ever did yeah. on CD really nicely packaged little mini LP sleeves yeah it looked great and now this mm-hmm. the 50th and this is the definitive like, yeah. I mean this is like this is it I mean yeah. this is I can't imagine them holding anything back you know no and I I, I uh, saw it being listed early on um, on Amazon and other retail sites, I don't see it being listed anymore. The only yeah. thing I see available for listing, because it's it's not coming out for another couple of weeks, um, is the 2LP version right. with, with the highlights. So if you ordered it and you get it, let us know what it's like. We'd yeah. love to hear. Give us, yeah, let <laughs> us know. Hit us up. Uh, send us some tracks now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram, Rock Nations DK. Sorry. Or- Sorry, no, Rob. you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, mate, don't do that again. Please okay. don't. I appreciate no bootlegging. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, Alan Lancaster died at age 72, and all these guys are around the same age. Right. And, and they all yeah. grew up, you know, pretty much on the circuit. They mm-hmm. know each other. Yeah, they played the, the you know, the pubs, and the, you know, the the early gigs all the way up, and that was a huge, huge loss, age 72. And he was uh, one of the main singers, too, right? Yeah, and I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just, that's when I saw that, I just kind of, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like something, unfortunately, we expect to happen now all the time, every week, yeah. it's, at it's least just, in between these shows, and we, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, there's an old bit, you know, that we're doing almost on every show. Yeah, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, but. KK. KK, this is the KK Downing Show, KK's Priest. I guess it's time for us to roll the tape, Dave. Yeah, check this out. This is the title track. Sermons of the Sinner. Yes. of the sinner kk's priest man we have been waiting for this and it is a smoke and smoking record kk how how are you feeling with this out right now and it's you gotta feel so proud and you should be proud yeah i am immensely proud um like i say it's a bit of a waiting game because i do want the world to hear the whole thing yeah you know but you know the way it works you know um so, but it's tremendously exciting, especially the initial response from everyone, you know, the fans, the YouTube hits, which is, which is wonderful, obviously the video being out there, you know, yeah. I mean, I can remember not very long ago thinking nothing's happening, you know, because nothing's out there, nobody can see or hear anything. And now we've got a video out and I'm really chomping at the bit to get the next video out, <laughs> you know, and keep on releasing more and more content and stuff. Obviously... As you say, I'm tremendously excited about the record because I think that the fans will be too when they hear the whole thing as a package, you know, because I think it's kind of pretty much all encompassing, really, you know. Um, I could have made it twice as long, really, but it's one of those things, you know, you just have to cut the umbilical cord sometime and stop reproducing, you know. Yeah. And with three generations of priests, too. I mean, you know, yourself, obviously, uh, Les, and, and then um, the great Tim Ripper Owens. I mean, it, it's it's awesome for us fans, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it's been a long time coming. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know exactly. I was talking to Shelley in my previous interview there. I was telling her that it really was nervous times when, because I did 
not last year, the year before, I did a couple of quick shows, you know, one-off things. And um, and kind of that sparked a few things off, you know. But it, I was really nervous to sit down and think, I wonder if there's a record there, you know, can I still, can I still do it? And, um, and I was delighted really when I actually sat down for a couple of days and, and just started to collate ideas and, uh, and, uh, and my little catalogue of like musical ideas of I'm always adding to, you know, held me in good stead. I had about five to 10% of some ideas from there, but one thing led to another. And, um, and all of the songs and uh, the title, everything came together probably in about four weeks, I think. So I was thinking, you know, I can remember, you know, in the past as a writing trio, it would take us probably months to come up with, a, you know, an album's worth of ideas. Um, but yeah, so I guess my headspace was in a great space and, and, uh, and that was all systems go. Let's get the band together. Let's start putting the tracks down. And uh, so that's what we did. Awesome. Ken K, how does this feel just compared to, you know, doing a, a Priest album? Is this just a completely different feeling, what you're feeling not, right now? I'm not really too... I, I don't think it's that much different, even though I don't think it's, you know, because it's kind of the same thing, really, isn't it, you know? You're sat there with the guitar for hours on end. Your brain's exploding at times, you know. Um, one day it's really good, next day it's okay, you know. And, and um, you know, it's kind of you get wrapped up in the whole thing. Because, I mean, we always used to do a lot of the mainstay of writing separately anyway before we got together, you know. When we got together, that's when the arguing started. You know, like, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, your idea's crap. No, it's good, you know. But that was a good reason for, uh, you know, saying, okay, we'll write together as a trio, you know, and uh, and just accept the best ideas. But, but yeah, no, it just all came together and um, no problem with it. So much so that um, every chance I get now, I'm working on material for the next record, you know. There's going to be a uh, already. We love that. <laughs> while, we're yes. to get out, while we're waiting to get out there on tour, obviously I'm very busy promoting the record, doing more videos to release and all of that. But um, obviously we're looking, first and foremost, we're dying to get out there and, and play these songs to the fans, you know, but we've just got to continue to be patient. But it seems to become the way of the world. We've all have to be patient, have we, to do what we, you know, day-to-day -day things that we used to consider just totally normal, you know. Um, but we'll get there, I'm sure, guys. You know, we'll, we'll, we've just got to pull together and uh, work together. And um, and hopefully, if not this year, if it takes next year, well, as long as we have a clear run at it next year, I'm fine with that because we'll just be out on the road and just go everywhere we can, you know. Absolutely. Uh, it is it, um, this is, and I've got to check, but I feel like your first full-length record outside of, uh, of Priest, so, you, you know, to go in with this, this total independence, right? Um, yeah. It's like, you know, it, it, was it a little nerve I mean, you kind of touched on it, but was it like, it's a new frontier, I mean. Yeah, like I say, it wasn't until I took the lid off the box to know whether there's anything inside, and when, the, when it was full to the brim, it was just plain sailing, really, and I thought, in all honesty, songwriting is, it seems so much easier, for, maybe because I don't have that pressure of, will the other guys yeah. like or accept this music, you know, that, that I'm working so hard, hard on. Now, it's quite simply, I like it, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm very, very set in my ways. You know, I either like something or I don't. You know, I've kind of always been that way. Um, so I felt that the writing for this record was so much more prolific and easy, you know. Um, so, because it's not in the back of your mind that you have to appease other people, I guess, your partners. Yeah. So, so that's pretty cool, you know. But I'm very much looking forward to when 
this COVID thing very soon, obviously getting together with the other guys, you know what I mean? And um, I'm working absolutely as a team, you know, to, uh, to push the van forward, you know, with this material. Yeah. I, this album just cooks. I mean, what we've heard so far, uh, is there a definitive song on this record that really stands out to you as like, this is the sound of, of KK's Priest and, and this record? All of it, mate, to be honest. I mean, the whole thing, you know, I've, you know, I like it all. I like the whole thing, you know. It's reminiscent to a lot of stuff, I guess, in, uh, in respect of kind of the layout that I've, that I've done in the past. You know, yeah. it kind of, it, it will traverse from the, the darker side of, of metal somewhat to... To the other side, you know, from it'll go from kind of blood red skies to you got another thing coming almost, do you know what I mean? And but you know, I guess that's always been uh, something that I was a part of is broadening the bandwidth and the horizons of, of metal. So, and we had to do that in the early days because it was a hard sell, so we wanted more and more fans to, to get on board with us. So we couldn't stay tight in a musical niche, you know, and and there is two sides of it, isn't there? You know, um, you know, we can all think of great songs, you know, that that we've that we've known and loved that are a pretty rocking and steaming and driving songs, you know. Uh, you know, not just stuff I've done before, you know whether it's Quiet Riot, Twisted Sister, and the good rock out songs, you know. Yeah. I'm, into, I'm into that, as you can tell, from this album as well. Uh, songs like Brothers of the Road and, you know, Raise Your Fist and stuff like that. You know, but I'm also into the other side, you know, of, um, you know, The Victim of Changes, as I said, Blood Red Skies, you know, the other kind of, um, you know, metal landscape things, you know, that you can kind of really... Um, Tax your imagination with. Uh, that's really, really cool as well. I like that idea. And of course, the anthem, you know, metal through and through, is a massive statement as, of how I feel at the moment. You know, with, uh, well, all of the songs on the album have a story behind them, really, to be honest. You know, and that's kind of been my benchmark with, with the material on this album. It has to mean something to me and to the fans as well you know, to bring us together, you know, and I think that that's, um, that's, that was a very important and, and is very inspirational as well for me to do that, you know. Um, even Hellfire Thunderbolt people, some of the fans say, well, what's that, you know, but the thing is, you know, it's fictional, um, it's exciting, but I just thought that like, for example, this magical window that we've experienced, let's say, from 1966 to 19, you know, to whatever, you know, 25, 35 years, whatever it might be, a magical window of a genre of music that never existed before and is in great jeopardy of not existing in the future. And that's what this record is about. Sidetracking again now to Sermons of the Sinner, you know, where the, the lyrics go... You know, um, um, you know, kind of um, time is running out for us. Things may never be the same, but the sermons of the sinner, these songs of yeah. the sermons, they they can help us rise again. And that's what this record is all about. You know, we have new metal, and there's lots of it. Let's say from 1990 onwards, you guys remember, yeah. you know, when Pantera. <laughs> They supported Priest, they came out, they went massive. But from then, lots of bands kind of went that way. Then you had all kinds of black metal, you had all types of different metal that went away from, you know, Priest and Maiden and Scorpions and, and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? The bands, all of those type of bands, you know, Dock and Van Halen, all of that, all of the, the, the kind of classic metal, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so that's really a lot about what this album's about, really. Um, again, with the fact that we're losing friends on, on too often, you know, friends, we're losing them. And we, I guess that's going to be a continuation of that. 
to the point where those decades of that magic med, they will it'll just be in the past, you know. But so therefore, I hope this album inspires younger musicians to go hang on. Why did we desert this post when it was good and healthy? And there's a massive audience there still. I know that there is, and um, and so hopefully we can, you know, we can we can fortify that situation again, you know, for the start to 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 keep that music, you know, alive and as well for as long as as long as I can anyway, you know what I mean? That's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, well, that all, all makes sense, you know. It's just yeah. I mean, because we. Me and all the people I'm talking about, all the fans of this music, we, we've we've not just we've lived a life together. We've grown old together, you know. Or say, can I say, older together? I'll put it <laughs> that way. Do you know what I mean? But like, you know, I'd have to consider myself at the age of 69. You know what I mean? Not a young person. I'm not middle aged. I'm a I'm, I'm of an age where I can say that, but that's okay as long as you can do what you like doing as best as you can and and your friends are with you, you know. I mean, we grew up with this music, didn't we? You yeah. know, um, but whenever we got on board, whether it was the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, but, you know, it was there in the beginning. You know, when we had our first beer, when we first had, you know, enjoyment of our first girlfriends, whatever those magical moments were, benchmarks in our life, yeah. this music was always there, you know. Um, but things have changed. So yeah. I'll shut up now and I'll let you guys. No, no, you're good. No, no, this is great. I love it, man. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's so important because, like, that's what it, this album is. A huge accomplishment for you and for metal because it you know it, it is about the future and it's about it's a it's a testament to the future and a, a, a tribute to the past too and i'm yeah. thinking you know when you get out to play some shows and we hope this happens soon enough you know with everything going on in the world you know yeah. there's going to be such a tremendous set list i mean there's the new stuff a lot of new stuff we've got 50 years of priest i mean what's it going to be like what do you think it's going to be like to curate such an awesome set list and an ultimate metal tribute. I mean, we're, we're, we're fired up. I know Shannon and I, we're fired up. Well, yes. well, well like I say, I mean, um, it's, it's exactly that, you know. I would, uh, another bit of criteria was when putting this album together, like some bands, they put, track, they put an album together and some songs, you could, they could see themselves playing those songs live, but other songs, not so much. So I wanted to be able to go, if we want to, play play every song from this record live, you know, and, and that's the other criteria as well. There's so many parts in all of the songs where the audience can, can participate and join in as well, you know, and I think that that's really, really cool and be a part of it because it is, it is a people's album, you know, the fans, the metal, you know, um, so it's important that connection is there in the record. But for, I, was, I was telling you about uh, the song, Hellfire, which is the first one, you know, and um, detailing that a little bit. You see, when I was young growing up, there wasn't a music, any music around that I was interested in listening to. You know, there was only, if you go further back, if it's Chuck, Chuck Berry, Bill Haley, Elvis, whatever, my sisters were listening to the Beatles and, and all of the pop bands, you know, but there was nothing for me. Um, and me, like so many other kids, the blue collar kids, do you know what I mean? We didn't have that, that, that element of kind of, um, you know, kind of our version of blues in England at the time, do you know what I mean? So yeah. straight away, when we started to hear the blues artists, we all went there, you know, me included, and people before me, people like Jimmy Page and, um, I mean, uh, the, the Rolling Stones, the guys were just a, a, a bit older than me, 
were a bit more ahead because they were already into these artists, you know. But very quickly, I got on board with it. And that was it. And then as many English people that were influenced by the blues music, like John Mayall, you know, Fleetwood Mac, you know, Savoy Brown, whoever it was, you know, then that those bands became my bands, you know, because there was more of them. You couldn't all really, or you couldn't all, you couldn't see the blues artists very often, but every, every now and again you could, you know, Sonny Terry, Brandon McGee, um, Albert King, Freddie King, you know, and I would have to get on the train and go down to London and really travel. But the other blues bands were playing the, the pubs and the clubs, so that was really good. But it still wasn't really what I wanted. It wasn't really enough for me, you know. So, um, you guys are my last interview, so am I okay to waffle on a bit? You know. Yeah, please. Well, yeah. Yes, you please do. Have to, yes, you please don't have to do. You're the master. No. Shot, but I feel very passionate about it. But the music wasn't there. But all of this was good, and I got to see so many great bands. Didn't I? Free and you know. Um, ten years after Bloodwing Pig, you name it, you know uh, Rory Gallagher. I got to see, you know, doing all of this, but I still, but the, but it wasn't obviously the great cream, you know, who, who were considered to be a progressive blues band, and they were, but they were predominantly blues. I mean, Eric Clapton is, he, well, he's such a fantastic blues artist, you know, because that's where his heart is. He was there just before me checking out all this great blues music from America, you know. Um, but that's how it all started. But it wasn't and saw until I saw in 1967 the great Jimi Hendrix that I first heard heavy metal in the way that I wanted to hear it. Not in every song, but it was there on that first record, you know. So when you hear Purple Haze, and Foxy Lady, when you listen to the music there, you know, this is heavy metal to me, you know. And all of the visual, musical visual landscapes that he created as well, that all fitted in incredibly well too, you know, 1983 and, and all of the songs, you know. Um, and well and behold, but Jimmy had this big blues thing. I mean, he's one of the greatest blues players ever, you know, I mean, to, to, to listen to him. But he had, because I'd heard a couple of songs before in the past that I quite liked, like You Really Got Me by The Kinks, 1965. I liked it. Um, Barry Maguire, Evil Destruction. I liked it. Didn't know why, but I liked it. And then there's a couple of songs by a couple of obscure, more obscure bands, Them and The Pretty Things, um, The Animals. Um, a couple of songs here and there, early Rolling Stones, I quite liked. We didn't fit the bill. What I really want is more of what I heard when I saw Hendrix that night, you know, yes. and played the album. When I when I heard these riff orientated songs, you know, and he was playing in concert pitch, sounded as heavy as fuck to me. I'm thinking this has a <laughs> real kind of heaviness about it, you know, just kind of the mood it puts you in. He's di everything was different about so. That's kind of when it all started. I thought, fuck, I need to buy a guitar. I was 16 years old at the time. I, thought, I need to buy a guitar. So I went and bought an old acoustic for £10. And that's how it all started. But I could never get enough of this music, this music, this music, you know. But I was trying and trying and trying. You know, I was in a pop band to try and earn some money. But I was in two other bands, rock bands, trying to be, to create more of this, you know. And, and that's really what happened. And then suddenly I heard Black Sabbath and I thought, fuck, this is great. It's not exactly what I want. I still prefer the other, but this is a great leap, step forward for mankind. <laughs> you know? So then I was happy, you know. Um, I was really happy that those guys came out and did that, you know. Um, so between Jimi Hendrix and... Black Sabbath, there's a great, uh, uh, there's a massive big right in the middle. You know, there's a load of space for a load more bands. And shit, that's what happened, isn't it? Priest, yeah. Scorpions, you know, that's it. You name it. 
you know, there was a massive space in between those two bands, you know. So um, that was my quest, really, to try and create more music for more people that were like me. I guess blue collar, you know, scruffy white kids, you know, that wanted our style of blues music. And I say that because it helped us when we listen to this music. It's our big escape, you know, from the the screaming parents or whatever you have to put up with, you know, know, having to go to school and and put up with all that crap. Your your music was your go-to, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all. It was just like it was. It was. It was our valium, I suppose. It was just our our salvation, you know. And that's why I owe this music so much. Otherwise, I probably would have been like you say, this like mad delinquent, and you know, got into a lot of trouble and done stupid things. I've done a lot of stupid things since, but um, so. But that's it's 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 been everything that I am you know, and everything I wanted to be because, you know, um, and way back then we didn't have anything, but we had our music and music is really all that we needed, you know. It goes a long way, yeah. To help us, put us on a a path, you know, because it was a healthy situation for me to be able to discover music and to... You know, because I was never, I was, I was like a lot of other kids. I was, I was earmarked for the building site, you know, <laughs> or, or some foundry factory or something, you know, for, for me to actually, for, for me to be able to enter into what would be described as the arts, you know, um, was really quite a miracle to be fair, considering my upbringing, you know, so I hope that that story can resonate with a lot of listeners and fans, you know, um, that were around at similar sort of time, under similar sort of circumstances, you know. But honestly, I had just being a fan was a, was amazing for me, being able to go to those concerts and see the bands and so much enjoyment, you know, out of. Yeah, and you can understand why it's so it's so it's so popular. It's been a favourite thing that people want to do is go, is go to concerts and see bands, you know. So I've been on both sides of of the thing, and um, and uh, that brings us pretty much up to present day. So it's a good encompassing reason as to you know why um, why everything's happening as it is now. It's, just like a a new lease of life, really, you know. Well, it's amazing, and, and your playing is on fire too. After all these years, it's on fire. It's just blazing, and you know, you also have inspired and continue to inspire a whole new generation of guitarists, even with this record. So, what's it like to talk about seeing those icons you just mentioned going through this great experience called metal after all these years, and then to be still inspiring people after all these years? No, it's so rewarding. You, you can imagine, you know, when people, another musician say, oh, you inspired me to play, you know, and, and they're really successful people. It's, it's something amazing, you know. Um, but yeah, um, I like to think the guitar playing on this album is, um, well, like I said, I enjoyed doing it and uh, together with AJ. And um, I feel as though, I feel like it, Occasion animal that's been let loose, really. You know, I can do more of what I'm good at, um, and and I, I'm really really happy that you know it's very close now um, for the world to be able to experience that. Really, oh man, yes. <laughs> what uh, going back to Jimmy, KK? What describe that show? I mean, because we we we'll never get a chance to see him. <laughs> I know, oh, but right. it's like. What was I'm that gonna, like? Did, I'm, you, you, I'm gonna you're tell, a kid? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to absolutely tell you now, right? Because me and my mates, we didn't have any money. If we went to concerts, we had to find a way of getting in without because we didn't have the money to get in, you know. 
But in the old days, we would go to most concerts, all our ad like exit doors, you know. <laughs> so if we could get the money or we knew somebody else, or what we used to do is charm a couple of girls, you know what I mean? Or any way we could to get them to just push the exit doors open and we come in, which is, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know. Um, it was a bit more tricky when, when we went to seated concerts because if it was sold out, we wouldn't have seats and like the ushers would find. So we had to do a lot of moving about, you know. Like when people went to the bathroom, we would do a lot of seat hopping, you know, or lie down in between the seats, you know. If a couple of us had seats, the other guys would be down there, you know. All sorts of tricks. But the concert, it was Coventry Theatre in 1967. And uh, we didn't have the train fare. We had to, like, hide in the toilets and stuff like that. And when we got, got to the station, Coventry Station, there was this, like, really steep embankment, you know. So we had to leg it up there and get over a wall before the, the guards could catch us, you know. So it was, it was always on a knife, knife edge. But the concert I went to was incredible because um, in, Jimmy had Jimmy was headlining. Pink Floyd was second on the bill. Mm -hmm. uh, the Move was on the bill, you know, with Roy Wood and those guys. Uh, Keith Emerson with a the nice. There was uh, a band called Andy Fairweather Low and uh, another band. Uh, called Air Apparent. So you got all of that in one night. You know, I mean, it was incredible, really. But so it was all kind of average, really, to be fair. I mean, at the time, for me, you know, musically. Um, but Jimmy came on and it was just unbelievable. I'll never forget it as long as I live because he came on, he had his back towards the Marshall stacks like this with his guitar, the spotlight hit him. Then he goes into the feedback, you know, as you do, like Foxy Lady. Yeah. Straight away, you recognize it. And then, and he's building up and he's building up and he turns around, turns around and goes into one of those big shapes, you know, on his knees. And he hits that first note of the riff, you know. And it was, my God, it was unbelievable. But it was electrifying. People wouldn't believe it if, if, if they weren't there, but people did rush the stage. I was one of them. And people did jump from the balconies onto the other people, you know. Um, but the thing is, it was a short set because with so many bands on, you know, just on a one-night thing, you know, but everybody went crazy. Everybody wanted more you know uh but people did rush the stage you know and i've been on stage when people have rushed the stage i'm thinking yeah yeah you know but they're gonna they're gonna trash my pedal board and pull my you know i'm gonna go off here in a minute but i'm still thinking yeah more more you know and, and that, that and that's a great feeling when that when that happens you know scary but uh, but a great feeling um but i managed to see him another five times after that as well same thing happened. The Royal, the Royal Albert Hall, I saw him there for two shows at the Royal Albert Hall. And people, the balconies there, it's not like Coventry Theatre or Bristol Colston Hall. This is the Royal Albert Hall. The, the balconies are high. Yeah. And there's bodies being thrown over there. It was just insane, honestly. So Jimmy had this, could turn it on. As there were nights when he had to turn it off, you know. Um, because of the danger element of the fans being so frenzied. It was a dangerous situation. Like the second night I saw him, a week after the first, or thereabouts after the first show, at Bristol Colston Hall, he had to bring it down. He opened the set with Sgt. Pepper, the Beatles song. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And he, he didn't throw the shapes and stuff like that, but he had to control these shows. Because it was insane, you know. But anyway, yeah. that's, that, that was the birth of me, really. That, that was the consolidation oh, man. Of, 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 of the birth of, of me, you know. But obviously, to hear the, the sound, but the main thing is Jimmy had more charisma than anybody else ever. His guitar playing, his stage performance, you know, the way he looked, 
everything. And, but when it was in real life, it was something to behold. Yeah. You know, I had all the pictures and, and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but to see it in real life, it was incredible. That's a, it's just, you know, to think, I mean, what an incredible moment you witnessed. And, and to see him five times, too, is like just really wicked. Um, you know, I want to ask you too, kind of getting back to, you know, with this record out, I mean, you know, a lot of Priest fans, it's going to be a reacquaintance because, you know, they, they've missed you. We've missed you, man, you know, and, and I know you, you had, you know, you've done your own thing. Um, do you feel, I mean, do you think maybe some of the guys that Priest can't may uh, reach out or something like that? after Because I mean, they're going to say, I mean, this, this stuff is blazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't expect any of that will happen. You know, I waited long enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, okay, we had a fallout, but, um, yeah. you know, I can't say I didn't wait long enough. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, but there you go. So, um, you know, it's all about me now, obviously staying, you know, um, fit and healthy and, uh, and, uh, and, I, and as long as I have this burning, you know, desire to get out there and to be who I am and do what I am again, you know, because, you know, irrespective of what anybody, I'm the, the main reason I did the book, I wanted people to get to know me a little bit better, you know, I wanted, people knew of me, but they didn't know me, you know, so I kind of wanted them to get to know me a little bit better, you know, because, you know, I, you know, I mean, I am what you see, what you see is what you, totally what you get with me, you know, um, you know, I've, I always consider I've kept my, you know, head below the clouds and my feet on the ground. And I'm just, I'm just as much a part of the audience. You know, I'm the same, but, yeah. you know, we're the same. It's just that this time around, I'm on the stage, not in the audience, you know. Other times you'll see me in the audience and a lot of times, you know. <laughs> um, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, you know, it's, but the music is a common denominator. As long as we enjoy it together, that's okay. all, all that matters, you know. Yeah. Wow. What, uh, the, the, the album uh, artwork is uh, fantastic. What, what was the idea with that when you, when you came, when you, you guys came up with the idea for the, the, the cover artwork? Yeah. Well, I was, I was nervous about that because you only get one cover artwork, don't you? You know what I mean? It's like, it is what it is. It's very, very important. You know, I mean, to me, going back to like, you know, Hendrix, I mean, you know, I stare at the album covers and I'm like, we all did then. It was a, it was, it was all we had, um, but we looked at it hard and long and whatever was there, it was, it was, the, it was the musician, the artist, it was sending messages and, and uh, it was it was trying to reach out to us as fans through everything that he did, everything that they did. So I know I knew how important it was, you know. Um, but I did work together with an artist, a uh, very good artist named Andy Pilkington, who's 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 a big metal guy and gets it, you know. And and um, obviously I discussed things with him. But I've got to say that his first drafts of, of what he thought would be really good, you know, um, because there's a lot in that artwork. There's an awful lot. I've got my guitar strap. I mean, I wore that guitar strap for how many years? Legendary, man. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember how many years I wore that guitar strap. So that's there. Obviously, the priest element is there because I am, you know, nothing's going to change me. You know, it's all in the name, but it reflects on me of who I am and what I've done and, you know, what everything, my whole history is that I'm a priest, you know. And this is a, a reason for the name of the band. People don't quite understand. I don't think that I, I, I'm not like, um, I'm not like a snake, like a cobra. I can't just shed my, my skin, you know, and leave, leave my past behind. You know, um, and it's the same 
you know, you wouldn't expect somebody like me to just do everything that's futuristic, you know. Uh, you know, no, um, uh, you know, uh, it's the present, the future, and the past. That's, you know, that's how I see myself because I've got the past in me, I've got the present in me, and hopefully I've got through new things I create, I've got the future as well. You know, my vision for music in the future. So, and I think that that's what the album cover kind of does. I, I like the fact that it's ambiguous that am I the priest or am I not? Because you don't get to see the face. But I'm not going to tell you guys too much. <laughs> I'm not going to let the cat out the bag. Um, but there's, there's lots of elements that <laughs> it will unravel, you know, a bit like a story, which is kind of nice. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It's going to it's not just going to be like um, like if you look at this wall, it's just very plain and it's, it's nondescript and doesn't do anything. I, I like to think that the, this album cover will will come to life and have a life of its own and, and, and will come on a journey with me. But like I said, I can't let too many secrets out of the bag. I so, it, really love it. It's all about... It's, it, 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 this is what I enjoy, really, and I like to create things. I like people that, that I think people will will enjoy sharing with me. Just a man. That's then you have a really good relationship, you know. And the optimum ide optim ideal is to is is to is to have great consideration um, for what your for what the fans like and want and appreciate you know just as much as you know band members really appreciate the fans because without them you don't have anything you know so you have to have a working relationship yep. so i'm quite happy if somebody goes oh i like this i'm not sure about that you know i have to listen up i will listen up to the to what the fans have to say K.K. Downing and uh, K.K.'s Priest, the album Sermons of the Sinner, and so cool. I mean, we are just so honored to have you on Sermons of the Sinners, the record coming out. Uh, K.K., thank you so much for your time, man. And thank you, guys. And please, obviously, uh, all the fans listening, um, miss you a whole lot. You know, it's been a, far too long, but very much looking forward to seeing you all as soon as we get out there on the road. We'll be there bringing the music to your city and town. Um, I guess we all need to be a little bit more patient, but it's going to happen. So <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's not an anthem. I don't know what is. Brothers of the Road, KK's Woo! Priest from the album. Sermons of the Sinner. <laughs> and uh, man, this album is a monster. And it's just what we've been waiting for. Sermons of the Sinner. Yeah, so good. So, so good. I'm, I'm waiting for my copy. I, it still hasn't arrived yet. Oh, Hopefully I'm, getting it this week. I mean, the record yeah. delivered on Friday, October 1st. You're kind of like... Is this just going to be like him trying to sound like Priest? But dude, this album yeah. blows. It kicks kicks the door down. It does, and and it's almost hard for you know, because KK was a third of the writing team in Priest, you know, right. so like it's going to sound. I mean, that sound's going to be there, but like it's just blistering. I mean, it's it's almost like um, I don't want to compare it to like a pain like anything Priestly, but it's it's almost like a painkiller. Yeah. Meets meets that that sort of demolition. I don't know. There's a it, but it's its own thing too. And it just in every it just goes boom 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 one song to another but like every song is just yep. melting your face off, 
you know it delivers it, the goods and he's yes <laughs> yes and he's so proud of it he was and he should be and that, that's what stood out to me in the interview was just how proud he was and i was so happy well he got him. emotional I, it, uh, he, he wants to tour he wants to be out there yeah, yeah. he wants to be on the road he want, he can't wait right you know? right and and recording the record you know it was like basically a guy that had stepped away for reasons that are Right. his alone right. and and he's trying to prove himself to himself again mm -hmm. which is a very difficult thing that's to do. A, oh my god incredibly hard yeah and and he did it you know yeah. i'm sure like playing with ross at, at bloodstock mm -hmm. i'm sure it reinvigorated him saw like yeah his his true power and he was know? in great form then and just looked like he did not miss a beat then yeah and it was t he was away 10 years i mean i think the the um nostradamus tour was the last one yeah. that he did you know so, but his trademark yeah. sound is all over this record, right. and you know I can just, you know, you kind of envision him that white, yeah, V, the v just, yeah. yeah. I I love his the sound of KK Downing's guitar. I yes. always have loved it. Yeah. Um, no one sounds like that. Nobody sounds like that. Right. Like nobody. Uh, and I don't know if it, like sometimes some guitars I think the frets are scalloped or something, but there's like a, but there's something he does like where he just those sweet picks, the sweet picking. He's just, I mean. He just does something that nobody else yeah. does. It's it's oh, it's awesome. Yeah, and, and the twin guitar attack with with him and yeah. AJ, I think yeah. it really got to say. Yeah, it, it's mind blowing for me. I and don't know. Imagine being AJ and you're sharing an album <laughs> and soon soon a with stage with fucking KK Downing. <laughs> yeah, and and, and they obviously they lock in. So you know, I mean, to, that's that's a a choice right there to choose. You know, like. To be chosen by the master, you know, it's just so freaking cool. You know? I mean, there's fire in his belly. Yeah. And I, I think he needed to take the time away that he did. Mm -hmm. And I think he regained K.K. Dowling. Yeah. I, I think he found him and yeah. brought him back. And, yeah. And here, it's just this nice, it's an amazing gift. Yeah. In 2021. It is. And sometimes time away is all you need, you know. The closing track, of course, is Return of the Sentinel. Um, yeah. It was kind of like a tribute to mm -hmm. his own legacy yeah and yeah. from anyone else that i would that would could be perceived as arrogant whatever I, it's just so awesome no it's just he's back he's and, back and, yeah and, and yeah. he's back with the fans and the fans are <laughs> locked in you know oh man you know this yeah because this record got pushed back a little bit so yeah to have it out now it's like yes it's just it's the it's so freaking cool it's yeah. so great basically man thanks ross the boss for, yeah for getting him out on that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bloodstock. And, and, and Ross was like, you know, KK is a legend. We got to get him out there. And he did. And yeah, all credit to our, another friend of the show. Yeah. Ross the boss, man. Oh, <laughs> cool. guitarist, guitarist looking out for a guitarist. And, yeah, man. And nobody's going to know you better than someone who does right. what you do. Right. Right. And pulled him up on stage for Bloodstock. Yep. Which is, I think it's a Wacken, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was a, a great, or is it, or did they say Wacken over there? I'm not Vakken, sure. It's a w, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I, like I, to say I, I never knew, <laughs> I never knew how it was said. Off. Well, <laughs> I never knew how it was said, and, and when I kept looking at it, I said, it can't be said that way, is it? No. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, there was no pronunciation guide right, in the 80s, exactly. Dave. Right. So no, everything none. I, like, right. it's like Seinfeld. You right. Know, <laughs> you say everything wrong. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's a great show. Intentionally. Now, oh, timeless reference. Just thank you, KK, for your time and, and um, your talent. His and, PR agency. Yeah. Um, yeah, the great folks over there. Uh, um, just thank you. Thank you for everything you were yeah. doing uh, to get the word out. I mean, we are so grateful. It took. I guess this album took a little bit longer than it was supposed to, right? Right. It was supposed a to come bit. out in what July? I think uh, August, and then it was pushed back a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. But uh, but they threw a couple, I think one or two more singles out, and man, oh man, it just made you want it even more. Feeding us, it's so good. Oh man, raw it's meat, just so good. <laughs> you know, so you said you're waiting for the album. Did you get the vinyl, or you're waiting for the? I'm waiting for the vinyl. Yeah, okay. I ordered it from uh, them directly. Nice. Uh, it yeah. still hasn't showed, but that's pretty common with yeah. with records. I have um, probably about seven releases right now, just wow. out there waiting. Is there a supply chain issue? Because you know, oh, there's a huge supply chain so, issue. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we can talk about that another time. But yeah, there's yeah. got to be. I mean, with with everything going on now, that's it's in every industry. But while we're taping, I mean, yeah. an article just popped over on CNN. The headline said that uh, we're in a global supply chain, possibly yeah. uh, 
like a real, real... Like there could be a major breakdown, yeah. right? There's a letter that some unions had sent to uh, the UN, I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, be be forewarned. You know, it's like the the lingering damage of COVID. It's it's yeah. you know, it's so re- reverberation yeah. keeps going. Anyway. Hopefully, Dave won't cut this, but hopefully, you're not listening to this at, in your house uh, where people were fighting in the streets and lighting stuff on fire. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> <laughs> like what? I was like, what did I? What am I missing now? <laughs> hey, Marty. No. <laughs> What's up? Hey, yeah. Marty. <laughs> no. But yeah, we. But, um, yeah, we are so grateful. Uh, thank you, KK. Thank you, uh, <laughs> record. <laughs> Hey, that guy got booted while we were here. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> when did they do that? I don't know. I turned my head and it's booted. It's weird. Yeah. So thanks everybody for checking us out and uh, check us out on social media at Rock Nations DK on Instagram and uh, Twitter and uh, you can check us out on Facebook too. Just search the name of the show. We're on there. iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name yeah, it. Yeah. Yep. We're there. We How many there. platforms now? Oh gosh. 20? 10, it's 15, 20, something yeah. like that. God bless America. Yeah, it's amazing. Yep. But uh, we got records coming up in uh, a week. Yep. So hopefully um, stay tuned. There's a lot of really good stuff coming up. We got Black Friday stuff to talk about. Yes. Hard oh, to believe. Hard so to much believe. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, Jasonica shot me a list and we got some really interesting stuff coming. We got to get Jasonica back on. Yes. For the show. Yes, indeed. Yeah. He's doing, he's having a banner year actually. That's um, awesome. The number of record sales, dude, is, wow. is like through the roof. That's amazing. That's great. It's like seven or eight times higher than they thought it was going to be. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's ridiculous. People are hungry. They want their, yeah. They haven't gone to shows. They want their music. So, I must say, Dave, it's time to pick a track to close out the show. The last one we have to pick from is one that will be yet again another anthem. Raise your fists. Raise them, kitties. Raise them. Thank you.